Today on episode number 616 of the School of Podcasting, we have a Because of My Podcast twin spin. That's right. And we're going to look at three tools that help you share your audio on the internets. And we've got the question of the month. What did you plan on doing that didn't happen the first quarter of the month? Hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting since 2005, I'm your award-winning personal podcast coach, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in. This is where I help you massage your message. I help you tackle that technology. I help you face your fears and flatten that learning curve and not just get your podcasting, but get you podcasting right. This is where I help you plan, launch, and grow your audience. The website, schoolofpodcasting.com. Use the coupon code LISTENER. It's L-A-S-T-E-N. ER when you sign up on either a monthly or yearly subscription. All right. Well, you know, I like to start off the show with with a because of my podcast story, and I'm going to give credit where credit is due. This came in from Troy Heinrichs from Blacklist Exposed. He said, you got to talk to Aaron Peterson from the Hollywood Outsider podcast. So, Aaron, thanks for coming on the show to uh, share your because of my podcast story. Thanks for having me. This is exciting. And uh, with that, without further ado, because of my podcast, what happened? Well, I've, I've been doing the Hollywood Outsider for for many years now, and we've got a you know a, a nice base of devout listeners. One of the listeners was very very diehard and introduced his soon to be fiance, or the other way around. I can't remember which way it went. I don't remember if she was first or he was first, but they were getting married essentially. And so they both became very active listeners to the Hollywood Outsider and would listen religiously and became active members of the community to the point where we, we would actually become friendly. Uh, we we ended up actually meeting them once while I was on while I was on a vacation. We actually met up with them, and you know we did that we do that sometimes with our shows. If we're in a different area, we'll try to have a, a meetup. And then they were getting closer to their wedding, and they asked me about a year, probably about a year before the wedding, would would I be willing to officiate their wedding? That's would, fun. <laughs> it was fun. Scary. I'll be honest, yeah. a, a little scary. I mean, I've done an emceeing and panel. I mean, you know, you've done a bunch of those too, but that's not the same thing as if you screw this up, that's all they're going to talk about for the rest <laughs> of their lives. <laughs> no pressure. None. None at all. So... You know, I, I, of course, thought about it. And then I said, well, how, how would you want me to do it? I mean, do you want me to do just what every other person does? Because anybody could do that. And and they were very specific. Amy and Steve are their names. Uh, Amy in particular, because, you know, the bride, the bride runs the show. As oh, it yeah. Goes. yeah. So she, she was very clear that she wanted me to be myself and she wanted it to be, they said, they said, please tailor it to movies and television, which I did. So I wrote the entire the entire program according to both love and movies and television. So there were little nods to, she's also a, a Matt Nathanson fan, which is a musician that I had never even heard of. So I had to do research on him too. I did a lot of research and put together this entire program that was specifically tailored to them. And that led to actually officiating their wedding. So their wedding, their, their love was consummated because of our podcast. That is awesome. That's right. It's a twin spin from Aaron. He and Troy got to go on the actual set of The Blacklist for a very special episode. Here is another because of my podcast story from Aaron Peterson. You know, I've always loved entertainment and 
being doing the podcast, I've gotten more opportunities in entertainment than I ever well, had. Yeah, the, the you and Troy in the blacklist, man. I mean, who else just gets? Yeah, I'm just going to go hang out with John Bokencap. No big deal. Yeah, that that's insane. It re- it really is. And Hollywood Outsider. On top of that, we've I've talked to so many directors, and I go. I've been invited to South by every year's press, and like it's just so many opportunities have come up that I never would have thought would have arisen from podcasting. The, the blacklist stuff is like ice on the cake. I mean, that's. The hundredth anniversary, the hundredth episode of that, being invited to that, I don't think any podcast has been invited to something like that 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 does what we do. I can't think of any that has for something, and that was insane to me to yeah. get there. And we're hanging out with like the studios, and there was only there were only six media outlets that were invited, and we were one of them. And that includes a Hollywood Reporter, Variety. I mean, it was wow. insane. insane. That's cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So, did you get to meet? Like any of the cast while you were everybody. there? Yeah, everybody. Everybody. We met Jane Spader um, and Megan Boone, everybody that was there. We'd interviewed some of them, but we had never right. talked to Spader because he's kind of the guy that doesn't want to do right. many of these things. He's Spader. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, he's and he's about as eccentric as you would think. He's a super nice guy, but he's he's definitely eccentric. He's been in yeah. Hollywood a long time. Uh, but we, we met all of them. Megan actually was such a... We were on our way out. Every, all the press had been escorted out and she came to find us and said, Hey, do you guys want to come behind the scenes? And so it took us back to, to nice. see them film a scene. And Andrew McCarthy was the director. So we got to also meet Andrew and she, he comes out and he goes, Hey, I'm Andrew. I'm like, well, of course you are. <laughs> I grew up in the eighties, man. I know who you are. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. And they listen. I mean, they listen to our podcast it's just, it's surreal. A lot of times, honestly. That, that is awesome. Very good. Well, Aaron, thanks for coming on and sharing your Because of My Podcast story. Oh, thanks for having me. This is great. Super nice guy with Twin Spin Because of My Podcast stories. You can find Aaron at the HollywoodOutsider.com. You can find him at the BlacklistExposed.com, Remake This Movie and his latest podcast is called Smirk. And I'll have links to these out in the show notes, schoolofpodcasting.com slash 616. We are going to get to the question of the month in just a second. I want to thank everybody who came to my rescue and sent in some insights into what didn't work that first quarter. But the first thing we're going to talk about today, which I've also promised for a while, is some audio sharing tools and I played with them quite pretty much all of today. And for the record, I'm not talking about like Blueberry has the ability. They'll post your episode to Twitter. They'll post a two minute clip to Facebook and YouTube. Libsyn will post the Libsyn and uh, we'll post a Libsyn. We'll post to Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, all the other places. I'm not talking about those. These are and the big difference. Ready is these have little squiggly marks on them like audio waves. Exactly. So that's, I'm not talking, I'm not ignoring Libsyn and Blueberry and Spreaker and Podbean. These are, are tools specifically designed to make fun little videos with squiggly lines on them. And one is called Wave, which is W-A-V-V-E. The other one is called Audiogram. And the other one is kind of weird. People call it Headliner, but it's actually Spareman, like Spare Minute. And these are tools that you can use to make snippets of your podcast and turn them into a video that you can then share on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, things like that. This is not really the first tool to be based on sharing audio snippets. 
Clamor, C-L-A-M-M-R, rest in peace, 2014 to 2017, had all this stuff. Took about, I think the quickest I could get it was about two minutes to make a Clamor, maybe a minute, but it was doing it on the phone. You couldn't see what you're doing. And that was probably the biggest hurdle. They had a lot of press. They got mentioned a lot. They were integrated into Libsyn. They were integrated into, I think, I know Blueberry did. I'm not sure if Spreaker did. But this was the scenario for doing this. Because remember, always consider the source. So in this case, I said, I want to do a weekly show. That would be four, let's call these uh, videos, for lack of a better phrase. I need four videos with four different designs. And so I looked at whatever you want to call it, Spearman, Spearman headliner. Here's the fun part of this one. It's free. It's absolutely not a penny. And it allows you to make a video out of your audio. And in theory, it can transcribe your audio, which is true. The other thing that's true, it does it poorly. I've tried this a few times and it's not even close. It was pretty awful. It does give you the ability to have more than one image. So you can actually have the image kind of change halfway through your little video. You can easily make a copy of a project. I guess that's what we could call this when you're making it and edit that to be a new one. So if you had things that were you always used over and over and over, you could copy it, make a new one and then tweak it. There is an image search tool. That's kind of what makes this one different. So you can find images to use in your video But be sure to read the terms of service as one of their services is Getty Images. Now, if you say Getty Images to most podcasters, they kind of flinch a little bit. They're like, because uh, that is one company that will take you to court quicker than you can say, I don't know, insert something quick here. And uh, yeah, but it is free and there are videos inside their system to kind of give you a little bit of a nudge in the right direction. So, and I'll have links to all this. If you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash 616, you'll see the one I did with, uh, oh, let's call it headliner. The next one is not free. It's called Audiogram. And I like that Audiogram actually gives you a live animated preview of your finished file. So you're not guessing. You don't have to like, hey, let me render this and then look at it and go, oh, I don't like that. So I like that aspect of this one. You can see it before you turn it into a video and they have a bunch of pre-made designs. Now the designs are not like, Oh wow. They're like, Oh, it's white text on a black background. How creative, but you have much more control over things like the titles and positions of the animation. So I'll give an example with the free version, the headliner, you kind of either go top, middle or bottom where you want the little squiggly line to show that, Hey, look, it's audio. Cause it, it blinks now. That's all you get, top, middle, bottom. This, you can really get specific on where you want those little squiggly lines to show up. And uh, you can even load an existing design from a previous movie that you made, which could save you some time. So if you like this certain font and you want it a certain way, it looks like you can take the design settings from a previous movie and use them on a new one. Uh, Audiogram, it also shows your social sites, if you want, at the end of the video. So as you're getting to the end of this video, it could show my... Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, things like that. Now, these are not clickable, but it's a branding thing. And when you're done creating the video, you can download it or email it to your phone for easy sharing on Instagram. That is the same on all these tools. And for me to do four videos a month would cost me $19. I can do two videos for free. Now, again, 
Headliner from Spearman is absolutely free for everything. Audiogram, a little more control, a little more uh, bells and whistles, $20. I can do two for free or 19 to do up to 50 The uh, The Cadillac one is Wave, and it has the most elaborate tools. You can drag and drop things exactly where you want them to appear. That was kind of cool. They have more fonts. And when you're done, you can actually post your video to Facebook and Twitter right from within your account. You don't have to like download it and do you just, you just, oh, here it is. Put that on Facebook now. Here, put that on Twitter now. And then again, it has the ability to email the video to your phone where you can then put it. What you do is you download it, you get that video, and then, you know, somewhere on your phone, you'll have a share button and you can share it to Instagram. It does give you the ability to do, to do a few free videos per month, but it depends on how long they are because they have like a time limit. They do have video tutorials that will walk you through the system. And if you're a person who's really like, I want these to look cool. This is the one that gives you the most control over the look. Now for my scenario to do four different videos a month that were different, uh, it would cost me $18 a month. So it was pretty cool. Now, if you're going to base this solely on budget, it's super easy. That would be good old spare men headliner because it's absolutely free. It'd be interesting to see how long that hangs around. Usually it's about three years before something that, I mean, you're up, you're making videos. They're hosting these videos and that's not free. So it'll be interesting to see how long this holds around. And uh, it's not as versatile, but it does give you something to share. And you'll see it's not a whole lot different than the other ones. And, uh, the other one, again, Audiogram, $19 a month. Wave is 18 Now, there are different features. As I said, Audiogram has the ability to save your design choices and use them over and over and over. I thought that was cool. Wave has the ability to post to Facebook and Twitter right from your account. And Spearman Headliner has the ability to search for images right from within there. So if you want to use different images, they uh, I think they all have the ability to transcribe. And I just, every time I did that, I was like, well, that was a train wreck. And so... Uh, you'll see that you can turn these little tools into a giant time suck if you're not careful because you can go, oh, should I use this font or that font or things like that? Uh, so be careful with that. And if you have something to make trackable links. So for me on WordPress, I use a plugin called Pretty Link. I know there are other systems out there that if you're not using WordPress, you know, there's bit.ly.com, something Because what this does is it makes your audience, it catches their eye, especially on Instagram, because it's kind of a pain in the butt to get a movie on Instagram, because unless you made it on your phone, you got to do this whole email, download, share thing. And so when I see one, it's like, oh, that's different. And that's the whole point. You want to stand out. But there's nothing here to track. Did this deliver subscribers did this deliver downloads things like that so i'm actually making special links in the audio that i have there i have a special link so i can see is anybody following this because if i'm spending 20 dollars a month roughly or if if i'm spending and that's the other thing we should talk about the all of these i went through and i have a video for you if you want to check this out if you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash 616, you can sign up for a quick video where I show you how I used all three of these. It'll, again, flatten the learning curve, schoolofpodcasting.com slash 616. 
will take you right there, sign up, and instantly you will get a video where I show you these. And all of them took five minutes or less, somewhere between four and five, because I was explaining what I was doing in the video. So I would say somewhere between three to five minutes. If you, because you think about this, you're going to figure out what your favorite font is. You're going to figure out what images you're going to use and things like that. So it's not, it's not a huge amount of time. It's just, this might be something, if you're something you're going to be doing, it's going to be another part of your workflow. And that's where you're like, another thing to add to my workflow. So that's why I am making clickable links and I'm trying to track this. And that's the one thing that is just not possible. Back when we were using Flash, you could make videos that had links that you could click on the movie. That is not the case anymore, at least to the best of... uh, of my knowledge. So it, the one thing I really like about these services though, has nothing to do with making a movie has nothing to do with Instagram has nothing to do with that. This is why I like these services and that is it makes you think. And if you're a new listener to the show, I, if you can make me think I'm your friend for life. And what I like is you have to kind of ask yourself, all right, what's the key clip of this episode that's going to want to make people hear more. Or if you're making up a clip, maybe you're just going to make something, you're not going to pull something from the actual episode, but you're going to make some sort of promo to motivate people to come and listen to your show. What's that main point? That's what I like about this because it really kind of gives you a mirror to go, is there anything of value in this episode? So that's one of the things I really, even if you're not going to use these services, that's a cool thing to think about. There is a, a a book. It is called, it's by Ken Davis. It's called Secrets of Dynamic Communications. I've talked about this book for, before. It's made for public speakers, but I love the section on developing your presentation. And your podcast is a presentation. And that's one of the things he says is you have to figure out what is the one thing that you're going to base your presentation on. So, that's kind of what you do when you use these kind of tools. You're looking for something that is going to inspire your audience to go, wait, I want to hear more about that. So I'll have links to all of these. Again, if you want to get the video where I show you how to use these, simply go out to school at podcasting.com slash 616. It is the last episode of the month. And uh, this is one where we're bringing back the tradition where I ask you, a question, and I want to thank everybody who sent this in because I had a, a a few people say, "Dave, this wasn't your best question of the month." And you know what? I I am weird this way. I really am. I would much rather have somebody give me constructive criticism than lie to my face and say I love everything about your show. And they made some great points. Number one, I'm asking people to throw themselves under the bus. What didn't you do? You know, maybe the question should have been Kim from uh, Toastmasters101.net had a great point. She says, maybe we should have made that more positive. What did you get done the first quarter as opposed to, hey, how did you fail? Way to start 2018. And I was like, that's a good point. And so then after you throw yourself under the bus, can you do it in public? And so it's not a it's not an easy question to answer. And that's why I'm really super appreciative to everyone who sent in an answer. And here's our first one. Hi, Dave. Uh, This is Bill Hutchison from the YWAM podcast. They can be found at ywampodcast.com. 
as well as other podcasts at ympodcast.net. My goal for the first quarter of 2018 was actually to be more consistent in my production of podcasts for the organization I work with. I have not been able to do that quite as well as I had hoped. Uh, But that said, so far in 2018, I've managed to produce 13 different podcasts. Uh, These include uh, editing and remastering some old uh, teachings that we have within our organization that go back as far as uh, 1970s. Uh, So you can imagine they take a bit of work to get remastered, as well as producing a new show and a prayer guide every month. In 2017, I managed managed to produce 17 of these podcasts. So far in 2018, I have managed to produce 13, but they just haven't been quite as consistent as I'd hoped. Uh, So moving forward, I'm trying to get myself in a better routine so that I'm able to release at least one podcast every week. And that's kind of what I'm hoping to do moving forward. Dave, I know that you haven't got quite the response you want for answers for this month's question. Uh, However, I personally felt that they were valuable last year to hear from other podcasters. I do hope that you continue to do them moving forward. Thank you, Bill. What a nice guy. Yeah, I think we all want to be more consistent. But here's the thing, and this is what I think is kind of interesting about that, is on one hand, he's saying, I wish it could be more consistent, but yet you put out 17 episodes of this and 13 episodes of that. There are a lot of people who haven't even put out a single episode. And so buddy, you're doing a whole lot better than other people. And, and also I want to point out on this because some people are like, yeah, I'm not consistent. I'm like, well, what's going on? Oh, I don't know. My uh, grandpa lost a limb and you know, aunt Mildred um, has double cancer squared. And you're like, well, you know, it's okay to take some time off when you have double cancer squared. So uh, here's our next one. Hey Dave, this is Brad from the cinema guys. And our little round table discussion about movies can be found at wearethecinemaguys.com. What is something that we wanted to do in the first quarter of this year? And one of, and that would be engaging more with our audience as well as calls to action, which we didn't do a, a great job with. We kind of really laxed on, especially calls to action. One, like when we, get on the show we we either forget to mention things or completely forget and engaging with our audience it seems like sometimes it's just crickets out there so it, it it's hard to tell who's listening who's not and then occasionally we'll get an email or occasionally get a message so it's it's been tough recently we've kind of started that upswing uh we've made the conscious effort as a group to be more active on social media with our show. And within the last few weeks, we have doubled followers on, you know, our Twitter and Instagram and tripled followers on our Facebook. And we've gotten some more interaction with people on those sides than we had before. So, which is great. And that I think that's all because I'm not the only one in control of our social media. My co-hosts can also get on and post and comment back to people, which has really helped out. And as far as our calls to action, we have recently started making sure we put that in our outline for our show saying, 
after we talk about this part, let's mention this, you know, people contacted us or after this, let's mention this of our T public store or whatnot. And, and we've gotten a little traction from that, which is kind of nice to, you know, to hear that there are voices out there. Again, our show can be found at we are the cinema guys.com. Brad, thank you so much. It was cool hanging out with you in Cincinnati uh, a little bit ago. And uh, here's the thing again, you, you hear this? Well, we didn't get to do this, but we did triple this. We doubled that. We did that. So just because you didn't get to everything you wanted uh, doesn't mean that the whole quarter was uh, down the tube. So great to hear that uh, while some things aren't going the way you wanted, other things sound like they're going great. Hi, Dave. This is Sarah Mikatel, host of the Postcard Academy. My travel podcast aims to help listeners get the most out of every vacation by sharing insider food and culture tips from expats and other adventurous citizens of the world. This past quarter, I had wanted to formalize my project management plan for my podcast. It's all in my head, and I usually do all the steps, but not having it written down with boxes to tick makes me feel like I am drowning. And I don't really know why I haven't done this yet. I guess it's because I really love the creative side of podcasting interviewing people, doing research and all of that. And mapping out a production and promotion plan just feels like drudgery. But I know it's important. So this quarter, I'm going to make it happen. I have an Asana account. And my goal is to map out everything that is in my head. And now that I have shared this with you, I will have to do it. So please hold me accountable. Thank you for this opportunity to share. And I will see you at Podcast Movement. Sarah, thank you so much. I need to start listening to your show because I just got a passport. That's exciting. And uh, Asana is a great tool. My favorite uh, tools for organization are Evernote and Todoist. I love Todoist. If you're a regular listener, he's going to say, he's going to do the Gmail thing again. Yeah, I'm going to do the Gmail thing again. In Todoist, you can install Todoist into your like Google Chrome. And when there's an email there that you want to follow up in, or for whatever reason, just hey, make this a to-do list and you can give it a uh, date for it. And then you just go into to-do list. And what's cool is you can see, oh, I was supposed to do this last week. You click on it. It opens up Gmail and takes you right to that email. I love Todoist. Hi, Dave. It's Max Truscott, proud graduate of the School of Podcasting. My podcast is Aviation News Talk. And people who are interested in flying can find it at aviationnewstalk.com. Last year, I saw a post in your School of Podcasting Facebook group from Kale Nelson of Ham Radio 360, and he posted an image showing that his download numbers spiked up after he presented at the largest ham radio convention in the U.S. So I had been planning all along to request a slot to present at Air Venture, which is the largest air show in the United States. It's held in late July in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. But I've had an incredibly busy spring, and I just continue to put off doing it. So I'm going to put in that request later today. I presented there for 10 years in a row, but haven't been back to AirVenture for six years, so hopefully they'll remember me and give me a presentation slot. And I probably wouldn't have done it at all if you didn't pose this question on your show. So, Dave, thanks for that subtle kick in the butt that I needed to get this done. Thanks again, and as I tell fellow pilots, keep the blue side up. Thank you, Max. He has a, uh, man, that guy's super decorated when it comes to flying a plane. If you go listen to a show over at aviationnewstalk.com. I'm with you on that. I have something on my to-do list. I found what I think is going to be a great resource for future podcasters, and I haven't reached out to the company yet, and that was on my list of things to do like 
January first week. And it's just one of those things where it's like, eh, I'm not really sure. I'm not sure what they're going to Just shut up and do it. <laughs> I think we've all been there. Dave, I planned to do a whole complete as a podcast in the first quarter of 2018 about fashion and look. It just fizzled. It just fizzled. I mean, as you know, a podcast takes time. It takes money. It takes all the efforts in the world to organize guests, to organize people, to organize editors, which I finally have one, which I'll get to in a minute. So... My plan for 2018 is to keep Ask When going strong. And as soon as I graduate with my journalism degree, hopefully in 2019, I will be able to start a podcast about fashion and or some other aspect of my life. Um, yeah. So that's how my podcast kind of fizzled, my idea for a podcast kind of fizzled out in 2018. I mean, I have a couple episodes of it, but I really want to do it strong on Lipson, and it's not um, happening right now. But I did find the Emily, I did find the Emily, I did God, I'm laughing at myself because I did find an editor and um, she is Emily Polkamp from The Story Behind. So now I'm using her to edit my podcast. So I guess as Quinn is going strong because it's going strong just because I found an editor, but my podcast on fashion. I should probably do a podcast on books more than fashion. Didn't um, pan out the way I thought, but maybe I'll do a podcast on books and journalism. Uh, I don't know when. I don't know when. That's one of my other ideas. So thank you, Dave. And this is Win from Ask Win. And hopefully soon to be the Books and Journalism podcast. Maybe I'll come up with a cool name for that one. So hopefully that one will start in 2019. I know I should give myself a date. And um, after my life settles down, I'll give myself a date and go from guns blazing on that one. Thank you, Dave. Bye. Thank you, Wynn. Yeah. Hey, you just said you're a student and you want to start another podcast from from my chair. I'd be like, you know what? School first. School first, podcast second. And then once you get out of school, see if you have any time. Because you're right. It takes a lot of time. And we get the bug. We want to start a second, a third, and a fourth podcast. I have multiple shows. That's because I'm testing other media hosts. Not because in some cases I'm like, oh, I just want to talk about socks. I'm going to start the socks podcast. No, I need to test somebody out. And uh, we'll talk about another podcast host here in a minute. But uh, here's another. 
response. Hey, Dave, how are you? This is Zach Demopoulos. My podcast is Raising Rents, as in parents. You can find me on www.raisingrents.com. I think I will uh, be the brave one here and get out and give you uh, the answer to your question. You're curious why people weren't calling in. I, you know, it's not easy to to try to uh, express maybe what might be viewed as a failure uh, or just something that maybe procrastination is involved. Um, so my uh, goal to start uh, that I haven't started yet, that I should have, is to get my season two going with raising rents. Uh, my last episode was in November. And though I am enjoying uh, quite a few downloads, continuous downloads, um, instead of sitting back and enjoying that too much, I really should be telling myself, it looks like this is a valuable show. I, I need to get started with my season two. So I haven't started it as a first quarter. And not sure what the reason why, uh, you know, saying that I'm too busy is just an excuse. I heard that recently. I can't remember where I heard that. I think it was on the Tim Ferriss show. But um, being too busy is an excuse. It's it's more about allocating time and getting rid of something that you shouldn't be doing. And I need to do that. So that's what I'm going to focus on. But I think the other thing that's going to help me is just get the accountability thing going. And I think doing this with you is one of those ways. Uh, Harry Duran is also on my butt um, and has asked me uh, publicly, what am I going to do and what am I going to do it by? I think that helps me. So what the heck? I stretched my neck out, thought I'd throw this your way, and let's see if I can get my season two up and running. I appreciate the question, Dave, and as always, I appreciate everything you do for all of us in the podcast community. Take it easy, buddy. Thank you, Zach. Always great to hear from you. And you know, sometimes we need a little kick in the pants, and I'm sure that you are up to something. It's not like you're just kicking back. And if you are kicking back, I'm actually reading a book right now that uh, when I say read, of course, I mean listen, and they're talking about the importance of downtime, that a lot of, you know, big shot smarty pants people, their best ideas come when they take some time and actually unplug, which is unheard of. For me, But if you think about it, I always talk about how I get great ideas in the shower. It's because I'm undistracted. I'm relaxed. I'm chilling out. And all of a sudden, bam, here comes a great idea. So maybe you're just taking some time to do that. And uh, Harry Duran will be coming on the show in the future. He's the host behind podcastjunkies.com. And if you want to hear, let's do that. Let me give out a couple shout outs here. And then I'll talk about what I didn't do the first quarter since we're talking Harry, Harry's always does great episodes, but he has a great interview with Drew from Sleep With Me, the show where the guy that the original guy I should say, by the way, that is attempting to make a show to put you to sleep. Great interview on just Drew's story and the fact that he's kind of an introverted guy, but his podcast has helped him kind of come out a little bit out of his shell. I thought that was a really great interview. And then if you haven't heard, thanks to Chris Kermitzos from PodFest and from the Kid-Friendly Joke of the Day podcast. And he's got uh, another podcast about doing live events. And he told me about Lou Mangello, WDW Radio, interviewed, you ready for this? The guy, the head of Marvel, which just came out with the, whatever it is, Infinity Wars uh, show. And apparently this guy is a big fan of WDW Radio. Got to get Lou on the show to tell that story. So there are two shows for you to listen to. Now, back to what I didn't do this quarter. I had a couple. Number one, I'm trying to get my inbox 
down to something that's not 11,431 as I look at it. And I'm trying to go through and because obviously the first 10,000 that are still in my inbox right now can just be archived, but I'm trying to get those down. But the one thing that I started off doing really, really well was I went, I had Jeff Sanders on and about getting organized and I read his book, The 5 a.m. Miracle, and I had my routine down and then I'm not quite sure where, but somewhere I fell off the wagon. And it's sad when the first thing you have to put on your to-do list is look at your to-do list. That's a problem. And I just wasn't. I kind of lost my morning ritual. And so I've kind of started that actually today. I woke up, I made time to kind of do a little, whatever you want to call it, prayer, meditation. I did that. I've been exercising a little more and getting more sleep. That's the other thing that can really kill you. And so that's the big thing. I was kind of bummed that I really came out of the gate in January, just nailing it, being super organized. And this weekend, especially, I looked around. I can't even see my desk anymore. It's just a pile of papers and mints and uh, a thank you card here from Steve Stewart. Thank you, Mr. Stewart. Uh, and my passport. Also, it's just junk everywhere. And so I need to take some time back up and get a little focus. That's always, that will always be, I think one of my top priorities is getting focused. And I, it dawned on me too, one other thing that I do, that I used to do when I did, I think that at one point I was doing six different podcasts. And what I would do is I would have my notes in Evernote and I would take, be taking notes. This is before I worked at Libsyn. And I would take notes on my lunch and I was constantly working on my podcast when I, anytime I had a free moment, I was putting things into Evernote so that when it came time to do the show notes, when it came time to come up with my topics and my bullet points, it was there. And I would turn off Gmail. I would turn off YouTube. I would turn off Facebook and I would record my podcast in hyper stealth mode, just bam focused. I don't do that anymore. And I'm not sure. I think it's because back then I was married and I only had, uh, we had a set. There, there were a couple days that were Dave cave days and that was Tuesday, Thursday and part of Saturday. And we agreed on that. And so consequently, it's hard to do that many shows on three days. And so I was hyper-focused. And I guess now that I am can do podcasts whenever I want, I'm just kind of not being as efficient. And I could be doing other things. I just bought a, a, a course on SEO. And I've already got a course on uh, Jeff Sanders' course. I have his course on getting organized. And it doesn't do any good to buy the book. It doesn't do any good to buy the course if you don't pencil in the time to do it. So that's one of the things I've done now just this week. I went back. I have... My little wake-up routine now is on my calendar. My exercise is on my calendar. Everything that I do now is on my calendar. So I can see exactly where I'm at. And then the other thing that you have to look at is how much margin do you have? And this is just something right now that I don't have a ton of. Obviously, I keep margin open for consulting and things of that nature that pay the bills. But I, I am hoping to, again, get organized, get some of the stuff uh, sacked away and have a little more margin in my life. Uh, I'm not complaining because I really like being busy. I am a bit of a workaholic, but uh, that is something that I know in the long run you can't uh, do. So I want to thank everybody who sent in their comments. I deeply, deeply, deeply appreciate it. And you might be thinking, but Dave, what's the question of the month for May? Well, I'm going to need that by, he said, pulling up a calendar, May 25th. 2018. 
And uh, I want to give Scott Johnson from ComputerTutorFlorida.com. Hey, check this out. Scott changed his format. That's right. You can do that. Hey, have you heard about Lee Silverstein, the colon cancer podcast? He's been on the show. Guess what? Lee changed his format. He's going from colon cancer to wehavecancer.com. He's going to open up. He's going to kind of un-niche. And uh, he kind of approached me. He's like, I didn't need your opinion on this. I said, talk to your sponsors because don't you have sponsors that are super niche? And everybody is excited about it. He's going to open up his niche a little bit. It's still about cancer, though. I say that just because if you're sitting there thinking, I don't know what I should do about it, you can always change it later. I'm just saying, but I want to thank Scott Johnson from Computer Tutor Florida for sending in some questions, and I uh, and we're gonna we're gonna bounce this off a of win because Win just answered this question. So Win, you've already answered May's question. Thank you. That is, do you have plans to start a new show, and what will it be about? So that's for those people that maybe don't have a podcast at all, or maybe they have one and they want to start two. And then we have that's right bonus question, and this one's for me. This is something that I want to ask my audience. When I go to all these different events, everybody is really interested in getting a sponsor. And for the record, it's not one of the best ways to to make money with a podcast. It is a way. I actually have a new sponsor coming on in May. So obviously, I don't hate sponsors when they fit. But what I'm noticing, I, and, and I'll give you the behind the scenes, I had somebody that joined a media host that isn't that well-known. And I asked why, and they said, because they can get me a sponsor. So for the record, Libsyn, Blueberry, Spreaker, who am I missing? Podbean can all get you sponsors. And I also know there are things like, well, there's other media hosts. And so my question is for those of you that have had sponsors, did they come from your media host? which is going to be interesting because for the record, I work for Libsyn and there may not be anybody here because each media host has different criteria. But I say this because I think there are some smaller media hosts coming on that are saying we can get you a sponsor. And I'm like, really? Because are the criteria different for, for Spreaker and Blueberry and Libsyn and Podbean and suddenly you're going to get somebody who has 20 downloads a sponsor? So that is my question. And I'm not looking to see how much you got paid, by the way, just for the record. If you want to share that, you can. Most of the time there's a, a do not, a, a DNA or whatever it is, uh, do not reset. No, not do not reset. Today. That's if you're dead. But there's a form where you can't talk about it. I'm not looking to get into your wallet. I just need to know if you got a sponsor, how did you get one? Did they approach you? Did you approach them? And if so, where did they come from? Dying to know that one myself. So that is the question of the month. Now, what you want to do, this is what I forgot to do last time and it kind of created a mess, is uh, I need that by May 25th. If you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash contact, you can actually just call it in like Zach did from Raising Rents. Or if you want to email me, dave at schoolofpodcasting.com. A lot of you, uh, Max did this, just recorded it on his phone and then just emailed it, uh, the voice memo and just emailed it that way. That's fine. In the subject line, Please put May 2018 question, and that way I it makes them very easy for me to find. And the minute they come in, I like to save them in a special folder because this month, as I mentioned earlier, 
my emails a bit uh, crazy and I'm praying I didn't miss anybody. I did my best to uh, do that. So that's the question of the month for May. And uh, again, I look forward to everyone. Be sure again to mention your website so we know where to find you in just a sentence or two, which everybody did a great job of uh, where we can find you. Don't forget to do that. That's important as well. Hey, if you want to work with me, you can go to schoolofpodcasting.com. I got real creative. Schoolofpodcasting.com slash work with me. And right now you can go over and sign up for the Patreon account. And that'll also get you access to the video I talked about where you can see me use those different audio sharing tools. Yep, that's for my patrons. It's also in the School of Podcasting as well. And also, if you don't want to spend anything, you can sign up for the newsletter and get that video that shows you how to use those tools. If you have just a couple of questions, don't really need to join the School of Podcasting. I would love to do some one-on-one consulting with you. If you're getting ready to launch your show and you kind of want a mentor to kind of walk you through, I have mentoring programs where we can get together for a couple months and plan your stuff, get you launched, get you going, and we work side by side on that. Everything, it's super simple. Schoolofpodcasting.com slash work with me. I look forward to working with you. And that is going to do it for this episode of the School of Podcasting. Thank you so much. Again, everything I mentioned today, schoolofpodcasting.com slash 616. And until next week, Class is dismissed. To podcasting. Today we might talk about a wrong path, or at least somebody who's coming into podcasting who's kind of being uh, not so nice about that. We might hit that today. We might save that till next week. But the website that you want to go to is school, you know, that's a horrible intro. What do you, do you not know what you're going to talk about? And there was a book by Ken, and I cannot remember his name. This is going to be an edit point. Why did you call an audible, Dave? Why did you call an audible? podcast is part of the power of podcasting network find it at powerofpodcasting.com changing the world one download at a time